Uh, hey, welcome back to In a Pickle with Kat and Jamie. Today, our guest is Cassandra Gurky, and let me just warn you right now, this is our first evening podcast. Let's go ahead and put the kids to bed, kiss them goodnight, because who in the world knows what's going to come out of Cassandra Gurky's mouth. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Kat, you want to start us off tonight? I know you had some questions for Cassandra, and I definitely have some questions for her. And by the way, let's just put it out there right now. We share the same last name. We are absolutely no relation. Uh, not that I wouldn't claim her. I'd be proud to claim her. I wouldn't claim you. That's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, um, Cassandra's here in town for a tournament. Uh, she comes up to Kansas City quite a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm only about three hours away. So family this connections. A, this yeah. was a nice trip. My fiance's uh, family is uh, from Lee Summit, and Jared's from here, so uh, we come up here a couple times a year at least. So, you are a pro pickleball player. Um, you had a lot of success. What I think is interesting about you is you're not like a lot of players that come from tennis. Um, so I think that's unique because. It just is natural that tennis players will turn to pickleball. I mean, not all of them are good at it, but the ones that are really thrive. So what do you think has allowed you to succeed and improve so quickly when maybe you didn't have that tennis base of years upon years of tennis drilling and practice and focusing on, you know, a racket in your hand, hitting that ball across the net? What do you think helped you get so high in this sport so quickly? Pure luck. No, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely super unconventional. Um, I was pretty much self-taught for quite a while until um, probably about the 4-0 level. And then uh, lucky I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, so there are a lot of great players over that way. Uh, Zay Navratil, Dave Weinbach, Kyle Salinko, um, now Johnson Cola in Illinois. Um, and so I was able to play with them a lot, learn a lot of different things from them. Um, and I actually, my backhand is basically what I'm known for as I, I hold the paddle very awkwardly, but it seems to work well for me. And, uh, I developed that because I was sick of getting hit in the chest all the time. So, uh, Dave over Got Zane, your shield up. Oh, a hundred percent would literally hit me and be like, put your paddle up, hit me, put your paddle up. Where's your paddle? Put your paddle up. And so I kind of just developed a blocking mechanism of my own because um, I was like, all right, get that shit out of here. Uh, we're done dealing with this. You're not going to hit me anymore. And uh, I somehow turned the paddle um, where I was able to block. And uh, yeah, it's a little bit so different. You get a lot of angles off that. Yeah, a um, little bit different. So I think, you know, what's great about this sport is it doesn't have to be conventional. You don't have to play perfectly or have to have the tennis strokes. You can come from any background and, you know, it might not all look the same, but if you can make it work, then that's what you roll with. Well, so. you may be throwing those tennis folks off more than the other tennis folks. You know what I mean? Sure. They're not quite sure what you're going to be zinging at them. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think or from what I've heard, it's it's definitely hard to read because it's not conventional. It's not what you're expecting, and it's coming off the pad a lot differently than what you see from a lot of players. So it works for me, and I've just been kind of, you know, trying to get to a lot of these tournaments. 
um, doing a lot more drilling and just trying to keep up with people as much as I can. So that's that's a um, a good point you brought up. Trying to keep up with others. Uh, I won't say your age on the air. That's up to you to say. But you're right there um, on the edge of of old. I, yeah, that's don't, exactly where I was going go with this. Don't yes, right there. there on the edge of old. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, no, right there on the edge of, 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 of the, you finished top 10 in mm -hmm. 2020, mm -hmm. right? Top yes. 10 doubles players. Yeah, uh, awesome. Top 10 doubles yeah. females players. Congratulations. Oh, Thank you. Yep. Um, what's it like being right there? You, you, you're not a spring chicken. You're not old. Mm. Okay, but, but Jamie, but Jamie, you forget. The age of some of the top players. I was going to say, older. that's a good point. How old is the top player <laughs> I mean, in the country? Well, some true. of the top She's players. She's over 40. She You've is. got at least a solid decade. I've that's got true. 10 years left. <laughs> that's true. I'm all right. I'm in a good spot here. No, You're that's a baby. true. No, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're being attacked. All that, no, that's okay. I can take it. My shoulders are broad. Um, but, but you're but you're right there. Like you're you're you're, you're you cracked the top 10 last year. I think it was 10th, right? You mm -hmm. finished at yeah. right at 10. Yeah. How, what do you need to do? What, is, what, what extra steps can you take to, to finish on the medal stand? To finish one, two, three, to finish, and here's something I wanna talk about a little bit later, to finish in the money, um, mm -hmm. and, and I'll come back to that in a bit, um, but, but where, where is that, that next step for you? You know, uh, my goal was top 10. That was what I set my... I remember you saying that at the, turn, yeah. the, the clinic I took from you. Yeah, that was my, my goal. Um, you know, and, and I'm fairly realistic. You know, if you're talking about, you know, Cass, are you ever going to be top five? Probably not. Um, you know, I don't come from a tennis background. I definitely try as much as I can. I try to work twice as hard as anyone else, but... Everyone's getting better, and everyone with the money coming in is also working twice as hard as they were probably three, four years ago. So, you know, if I can stay in the top ten somewhere and squeak out a couple good wins here and there, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, you know, I, I love teaching as well, so I think the combo of both, I mean, I... I almost have to pinch myself all the time it's like is this my life like am I traveling around the country and teaching and playing pickleball um and you know to finish in the top 10 well that's you know that's a bonus and like I said there's there's so many tournaments coming out all the time now and lucky for me um you know a lot of our top five players are kind of totally dialed into the to the PPA with their contracts now they're going to those, and they're not able to, to go to any of the other tournaments. They've got four of the tournaments per year. So for me, that's a that's a good thing. Um, so now if I'm going to the APP or some other money tournaments, I'm actually, I think I have a fair chance at getting in the money. So I'm hoping to end up on the medal stand in some of these pro events in 2021. So. Yeah, don't, don't, don't hear me as undermining your accomplishments. No, because, no. one, I went to a clinic that you hosted here um, last year and I learned so much. Um, so I know you're, you're literally, I mean, I use living the dream facetiously when I talk to people. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I'd give a whole lot to trade places with you and, yeah. and travel, travel across the country and, and play pickleball. Um, you said squeak out the occasional uh, win and you mentioned just before that you were talking about your unconventional methods and your backhand and a couple weeks ago, I was watching when you just pulled off this amazing win. Um, you and John uh, beat Simone and her partner. 
That was fun to watch. Tell me, if you would, just tell our listeners a little bit about that. How, what were you thinking? What, you, what were you experiencing? Like, oh yeah, I got this. Or what was going on in, in, in between your ears? Well, I mean, it's just Simone, so I kind of <laughs> knew I'd go out there and uh, not really have a problem. No, uh, totally kidding. Um, you know, you, you go out there and I think um, I've learned if you don't go out there right off the bat and think that you have a chance, if you go out there going, you know, look, it's Simone, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this, you're setting yourself up for failure. And, and when I first got on the pro circuit, it was like, oh, Matt and Lucy or Simone and Ben, it's like, there's no way. And I, I've like changed my mindset where it's like, you know what? On any given day, if they have a terrible day and I have my best day, even if they are a whole level above me, it's anybody's game at this point. Um, with that, you know, we went out there. I, I'm not sure I was really thinking anything besides a regular game. Um, I, I knew that Ben um, was not there because, you know, we had a little COVID a little, yeah, scare a little COVID spread. Yeah. spread thing. Um, so, you know, her not having her regular partner is going to make a huge difference, especially when her regular partner is the number one uh, male in the country. Um, Callan Dawson was her partner that day, and he is, we've never played each other. So um, we didn't know much about each other's game. I'm sure she told him what she could about me. Don't hit her backhand. Right. She's going to earn you. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do that. Um, you know, and it, I think, like I was talking to you a little bit before we started here, um, when you attack at the pro level, most of the time you are trying to attack the person straight on because um, it gives you less time to react. Uh, the, almost the, the number one thing you don't want to do is be attacking cross court um, because then your partner ends up eating it. You can ask my fiance about that one because <laughs> I've, we've learned that the hard way. We've all um, dished that out and all received yeah. that, I think. And, and Callan, yeah, Callan's a fabulous player. Um, so she she was lucky to be able to score someone right, you know, out of, out of nowhere um, as a kind of replacement last minute. And his hands are phenomenal. Um, and I think I just happened to have a, a fabulous day. And I think, um, you know, <laughs> I was just rolling with what was happening. I, you know, I was playing with John, who I play with a lot, and. Uh, we make a pretty good partnership, and I think it's every time we turn around, I'm like, what's the score? Is it 10? Oh, we're winning? Oh, we are winning. Oh, we, we're winning. Oh, my gosh. You know, and so I you know, tried not to psych myself out or think anything of it. We just kept with stay the Stay in the moment. Yes, stay in the moment. You guys of, looked in the moment. Yeah, of what was and happening. you didn't look phased when something didn't go your way. You just kind of smiled and kept going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, you know, with me in particular, I I'm I might be a little bit different as well too. I'm 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 a pretty friendly person, outgoing. I love talking to people and, you know, at the end of the day, even though I'm competing for money, it's pickleball. It's pickleball. I got into it for fun. It's a sport. It's something I enjoy. So, for the most part, you're probably always going to see a smile on my face. It's it's hard for I think something would really have to go wrong if you if I get mad, something crazy happened, but um yeah, we, we, we were just enjoying the moment, and we, uh, we let them come back a little bit, which got a little scary. Uh, I think we had a 14-6 lead at one point, and they closed it back to 12-14, to um, and we were like, okay, we, we got to close this out, or you know, these fabulous players are going to take this game from us. So um, we were able to, to squeak it out 15-12, and you know, what I thought was really awesome uh, Simone being, you know, one of the top players in the world, not having her regular partner, um, did she get a lot of balls? No, we were 
playing, you know, the, the other person um, for the most part. But she could have walked off the court and not said anything. She looked right at me. She said, you played fantastic today. Um, so I like have so much respect for her because I just, I mean, I thought that was just a really awesome thing for her to say and, and do and take the time to do that after the game. So, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's, yeah, like, it was that's, great. That's good to hear. She's, like, she's a fantastic person. So if you've never met her, um, make, make it, make it a goal to, to meet her because not only is she oh, the it's number, a goal. Number, <laughs> yeah. She's my hero. Yeah, one of my yeah. heroes. <laughs> number one player in the world. She's also a, a fantastic person so um. well, well last month we said you haven't really made it until you've been on in a pickle on our podcast yet oh, yeah. so, oh god oh i made it yeah <laughs> i made it, made it. Let's your go. career and is sealed we, we didn't say that leah jansen and lauren Scrabman said that last month so it was it's that's the challenge hard. has been unleashed yeah hey, exactly. man top 10 in a pickle i mean i'm just rolling yeah. exactly <laughs> uh what are you doing here in town I am here for a pro invitational. Uh, tomorrow is women's doubles. I'm playing with Taylor Ewell from Minnesota. And on Saturday is mixed doubles. And I'm playing with a local here, Quinton um, Berkness. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm pretty pumped to be here. Of course, the podcast is really what I came uh -huh. into town for. Right. Um, and then the tournament's second, of course. Right, right, yeah. right. I know. That's, uh, because uh, we have the best snacks. Oh, oh, I, sure. I, I'm, I came for the wine. The I do appreciate it. Yeah. There you go. I appreciate the shout-out after you pushed us back three times. She's a busy gal. What can I say? Mm. Yeah. I, think Clinics, the is, I think the word is high maintenance, but well, that's okay. You know I don't what? know. I don't know if Jared would say I'm high maintenance. I guess you'll have to ask. <laughs> no, never. Uh, I'm going to text yeah. him when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just see what he says. Well, we don't have to put that on the show, then. <laughs> That's right. We can edit that out, <laughs> for sure. So, um, you're in town for a tournament. You're traveling all over the country this year. Um, you left a totally different career for this one. And I know in another podcast you mentioned that... Um, like you said, you're living the life. You're making more now than you ever did as a teacher, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you tell us a little about that? Like, how did you make that happen? Because a ton of pickleballers out there are thinking, I can go pro, you know. Sure. There's YouTube pages, there's Facebook pages, my road to pro, and so many are not going to make it to pro, but you've done it. So so tell us how it's done and, and what you did to re reach that success. Sure. Well, first off, if you don't tell my accountant, we'll go over some numbers here. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's actually a lot easier than people to, people make it out. I guess in my opinion, um, you know, I was a teacher, which I went to, to college. I got a physical education degree, so I feel like I have it a little bit easier. Um, kind of knowing the ropes, I taught for three years before I started doing this, which totally helped me out a ton. And, um, you know, teaching, I, at, at this point, I will tell you, if you're not a top five player in the nation, you do have to supplement the income with teaching. Right now, like I said, if you're not top five, maybe top eight, depending on what you're looking to make, you're not going to be able to succeed on just pickleball alone. Um, it's not quite there yet. So um, I do a mix of, you know, competing in tournaments. Um, I do a lot of leagues at, at home. I do a lot of um, lessons. And then anytime I go to a tournament, I try to set up clinics or events surrounding that um, event. And yeah, I mean, teaching salary, well, I mean, I was not making squat there, you know. Um, so it's pretty easy to, you know, double, if not triple, that income. Um, and basically, what's nice about this, I can make my own schedule and you can make as much or as little as you want to. 
Um, so you, I set up my own schedule, I make my own contacts, and you know, if I wanna make more money, I make more money. If I wanna work less, I work less. Um, and then obviously sponsorships, you know, if you, if you go out there, work hard, or, you know, it's not just about being a good player, but you wanna be able to offer, you know, multiple different things to your sponsors. Are you teaching? Are you out in the world? Are you on social media? Are you playing the big tournaments? Are you a good person? You know, um, <laughs> people I know like that your sounds, smile. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> terrible, but um, not that people that you know aren't good people don't get sponsorships. But obviously, it helps a little bit. And uh, you know, just being an advocate and ambassador for the sport as well um, is what's going to get you some more help in the sponsorships. Not just being—you don't have to be a top five player to get good sponsorships. Well, I think sometimes. You know, the best, very best player isn't the very best coach. Yes. Yeah. That's I, not the same skill set. <laughs> I would agree with that. I think Because I, you can do doesn't mean you can teach others to do. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, just, you know, just because you can do it um, and you might be fabulous at it, I think teaching is really a, a certain skill set that you have to have. Um, you have to have the right personality, in my opinion, to be able to, um, you know, deliver the information multiple different ways. And I say something, someone gives me kind of the look of, huh, what did you just say? I have to quickly come up with something different to be able to show them. So, um, so you can, the, you can pick up on that? Like you can see that, I, that deer in the headlights? Yeah, the deer in the headlights. And yeah. sometimes I'm just like, hey, you guys, some people are just quiet and they're like, they're just like, they, they don't want to talk or things like that. But most of the time I say something, I kind of get the, you know, look of confusion mm. stare at me. And so, you know, just being able to deliver it um, auditory, obviously, as I'm teaching and trying to show them examples is, is a really big deal. Um, you know, just picking up on that stuff, I think, because people can leave your clinic and go, I have no idea what she just said, um, you know. And so, um, you know, it does really take a certain skill set. Um, I agree with you there on, on that one, Kat. I, I had a clinic. Uh, you were there too, right, when at Cassandra's c clinic, uh, uh -huh. last, last, yes. late last summer, early fall, whenever it was here in Kansas City. And you've got another one coming up. You and Jay are going to do one yes. uh, in May. Uh, I've been to what I would consider uh, four major clinics from, from pros. Mm -hmm. um, you're the only one that's taught us how to do an Ernie. Uh, well, I mean, duh. I know, I know. because you're my signature. Oh, that's your thing. Shot, like, right? Yeah, yeah so, i got to go over that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so tell our listeners, I mean, it, you can't really teach an Ernie sure. over the, but just talk about like, why do you love it so much? Why are you the queen of the Ernie? Why did Kat just call you Cassandra Ernie Gurkey? Yeah. I kind of like that. So, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a little unconventional. So, um, am I going to be able to sit there and forehand dink with Simone Jardim? Absolutely not. I'm going to lose that bet all the time. So I had to come up with some different things um, that are going to highlight my skill set. My skill set is my backhand. Um, I think it comes more into play in mixed doubles because the Ernie, not that you can't do it if you're the better player on the court, but typically it is much more beneficial for the person that's actually getting picked on. So in mixed doubles, typically that's me or the female, not all the time. Um, and so I wanted to come up with something that I was able to actually get my mixed partner the ball in some way. Um, like I said, you know, dinking wise or shots, I'm probably not gonna be able to generate um, that over someone like Simone or Lucy. So 
Um, what's great about the Ernie, I, I teach, you know, obviously I wish I could teach it over here right, <laughs> to, right. to teach you how to do it, but um, there's four aspects because people are like, man, you go literally every time. You're always, you're, why, why are you moving all the time? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And um, what's great about it is, you know, number one, obviously I go, I get the Ernie. Great, fabulous, won the point. Um, that's best case scenario. Number two, I go for the Ernie. They kind of freak out. They don't want to give it to me. They dump it in the net. Um, or they hit it out, whatever it might be, I still win the point. Um, you know, option three, I go, they love it, and my mixed partner with their forehand in the middle, you know, is able to get the Smash. overhead. Smooth, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, or option four, they dink cross court to my male partner, which is exactly what I'm wanting, is to try to get them the ball, because I know, and me, for mix, I know my male partner, hopefully, <laughs> is the better player, and I need to get them the ball so they can help us win the point. Um, so it's been, uh, you know, a real game changer for me. It's definitely something that I'm, I'm known for doing, um, and I'm not your typical mixed player. I, uh, you know, whoever is in front of me, which is usually the male, that is kind of how I'm able to set up that point. So that's usually who we are picking on. Um, Have you played Lindsay and Riley? That makes me wonder. <laughs> doesn't she tend to play yes. the odd court more? Yeah, we actually played them last weekend in Arizona. Yeah, sorry, it was Arizona. I get lost sometimes. The Mesa. That. Yeah, um, and we, we actually went three games with them. Um, and if you watch that... Uh, we like Ernie to Ernie's. Um, it, was, oh, wow. it was wild. Um, so yeah, have to go back and look for that. Yeah, yeah they. I had actually. I had a double Ernie. I had an Ernie, and then I Ernie'd again um, the very next what? ball. So it was. And she's Ernie, and he's Ernie, and <laughs> I, I. I. I don't even know if John got one, but I'm sure he went for one. Um, so it's. It was a pretty wild match, but we always have a great match for the Newmans. They're also really awesome people. If you haven't met them, um, I hope you get a chance to. Um, Does John ever go like, where the hell are you going? No, he, no, no, no he, like, he whoever plays with me, like, absolutely knows what I'm, I'm going. Like, that is kind of our setup because I think the guys, you know, they don't mind because they know either I'm going to get that ball or they're going to get the ball. Mm -hmm. And in, in typical mix, what you normally see, um, you know, maybe not so much at the high, high level, but kind of your you know, 4-0 and under, you're you're pretty much attacking the girl. It's girl, girl, girl. Dink, 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 dink. Um, and with this, I'm able, I'm able to get my mixed partner involved, touching tons of balls, um, which is, you know, great for our team. Yep. And, yeah. So did you start earning at the 4-0 level um, so, when you were playing at that level? Uh, actually, when I started working kind of with Dave, um, when we were – I was lucky enough to be able to part with him when I honestly I was I was absolutely terrible, um, but for whatever reason he he partnered with me and like I said I had to come up with something I could do for our team that was not dumping the ball in the net or hitting the ball out or spazzing out. I think I saw you guys play a little bit. You um, came up to the Oktoberfest at Chicken and Pickle. Yes, like we are, a while, we couple are years time back. champs of this. There you go. Pickles. So we left it at that. We we did our three p. We were done. Well, but. they didn't have it in 2020 so no, right. you could come back this fall if we you want could, I mean yes we'll but see if they have it <laughs> yeah he was he's a big advocate of that shot so it was I mean well, he's in, so quick too he's quick I mean, he's he could cover that 100 um and so he I mean we'd be doing rec play and he would purposely set it up for me he would literally give me the ball right down the line 
multiple times and say, go, go, do it, go, do it. go, do it. Oh, that's go. nice. That's nice. Um, so I've asked people to do that too, just because. You have, I mean, when you're playing a rack. If you don't it, practice it, you're not going to yeah, get that shot. And it's it's not so rare in a real game. hundred percent. And you know, it's like, oh, well, that's not really realistic. Well, does it need to be? You still need to be able to do the footwork and execute it. And so. Um, I've, I've been able to There's lots of bloopers with an Ernie. Yes. Oh, man. I will tell you, man, whatever you can mess up in an Ernie, I've done it. I've tipped over nets. I've stepped on nets. I've stepped on a ref. I've knocked over a ref. Um, I have... Went is, that to, a, is that a point taken away from your team? Uh, no. It's actually just really awkward. And, um, you know... Uh, People laugh, and I just that'll that teach I, them to stand back a little exactly. further. Maybe. Like, like you're just, in my space. Yeah. You shouldn't have been there, right? Yeah. yeah. You know who's playing this match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And what the spot some, is taken? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and one of the rules that people might not, you know, know too much about the Ernie is if you go to do the Ernie, but you don't hit the ball, your paddle can actually not cross the plane of the net. I've done that before. So. To the far side, yes. to the opponent's side. So if you you have to make contact, and then your paddle and your body can cross the plane of the net. Good incentive there to hit your shot. Yeah, yeah. Or stop the... Well, well, yeah. right. Or just hustle back. All right. You've mentioned this Jared character a few times. I know. I know. I know. No, I mean, it's all right. We, we, we allow it here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Upcoming nuptials, right? Yes. Um, well, we it was supposed. Is to it be a not, secret? It's not. All we, right, tell uh, us we were supposed to get married in October last year, but with uh, COVID and kind of everything happening, we actually kind of started planning a wedding. And then as we get into it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this this is craziness. Like, I like, what are we doing? We don't even want to do all this stuff. And I thought I wanted this huge wedding, and then we decided on a cruise. Then COVID hit. We're like, okay, the cruise thing's probably not a good idea right now. <laughs> you might uh, still be on that I boat. Don't really feel like getting stuck on a boat forever. That's a long honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, which you know, um, but we're. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm on air right now. I need to be careful. It's okay. With I, the... I can actually. There's a mark. Like uh, <laughs> when I when I post this to the podcast feed, there there is a um, explicit advisory okay. box, and okay. I haven't had to check it yet. But it seems you know, as though episode number three, I'm gonna go ahead and check the. You know, I, with teaching, I've I've got a very good sensor on it because I've had to work no. with kids before. But man, this. No I way. Can, it can get pretty nasty really yeah. quick. So no, that, I, I, we've been looking forward to this. I think our listeners have been looking forward to this. So we'll yeah. talk about the love boat. And yeah. so anyway, go on with your story. Yeah. About no, your, I your think pending. now that COVID's kind of chilling out a little bit, we are going to start doing some more planning and kind of looking into some stuff. You you mentioned uh, COVID or the Rona. Um, you oh, guys, Rona. you guys both had it. Yeah, yeah the Rona hit us. Um, I brought the Rona home. Nice um, work. I know. Thank you. And, uh, you know, um, I, and it kind of got, you know, a little achy and I'm like, okay, like maybe this is, this, is this it? Is this the thing? Is this happening? Um, and so I went and got tested and I had it. And then, so obviously he had to get tested and we found out he had it too. Um, you know, super, uh, ba body, I think one day I, I literally thought I was dying. Um, you know, it was the one day you had the fever, you kind of just have a little bit of everything. And I was, I just stayed in bed all day. And then after that, it was just kind of a lingering pain in the ass sickness mm, where yeah. it's just like, can you just get out of here? Like, I, I mean, I've been hanging on to this sucker for like three weeks and I'm still achy. 
Um, so it wasn't, you know, it really only knocked me out for about a day, but I, I don't think I did really any physical activity for the first time in my life for about three weeks. Mm. Um, and then my first tournament was Punta Gorda, the APP, and I could just tell, you know, stamina-wise, I feel uh. like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty avid workout, you know, do a lot of lifting, a lot of workouts, and I usually don't have that, that issue. Um, and I just was like, oh my gosh, why am I like breathing? Like, why is my heart rate like 160 right now? And I'm just standing here. Um, so that, um, the after effects for that were, you know, I was done with the sickness three weeks or so, but it probably lasted a good month and a half. And I think probably not until, you know, um, late January was, okay, I think the shit's finally gone. <laughs> so you're, you're 100% now. I'm 100% now. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, but I think, you know, it can have some lasting effects for a little bit, uh, especially on the lungs and breathing. I did notice a big difference. And especially when I got back to working out, it was like, man, is this because I, like, was super lazy for three weeks? Am I, did I just lose all my stuff? Or is this still the COVID hanging around? Yeah. But. Earlier, we, we, we talked about um, payouts and money and ten, fin, you know finishing top three, four, five, wherever the payouts begin. Um, I'm going up to Cincinnati to play in the Cincinnati Open. And I was on uh, the face page the other day and noticed that the AVP had posted their payouts for, How lovely. Uh, for the tournaments. Uh, that, it's the first time I'd seen that. Um, is that common? I, I, I hadn't seen it, uh, and I'm an avid pickleball fan. I like to think I'm fairly in the loop. That's the first time I'd seen the payouts posted. Can you tell us a little bit about APP payouts, PPA sure. payouts? What's, what's, what's you, what's normal? Cause that didn't so, seem normal to me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what's normal to me is exactly what they have laid out. Um, I think APP actually does a really nice job. If you go on their website, they've got each tournament cause not every, you know, you've got a $35,000 tournament, you got a $50,000 tournament, $60,000 tournament. And they have it literally laid out to a T, what to expect, first through fourth, women's singles, men's singles, mm -hmm. you've got the seniors yep. on there. It is The transparency of it is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think a lot of the smaller tournaments that I've been to, you've got one coming up in I, May here. I do, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. holler at Mother's there, come, on, come yeah. on out for Mother's Day, bring yeah, your mama, and, bring and your that, mama. We're, yeah, bring mom. Mom's we're, coming we're, for me, my mom's coming. She's coming? Yeah. I look forward to meeting you. Yeah. Mama Kirky. But, um, uh, you know, the payouts are like, you know, look, like I'm, I'm a traveling pro and at this point, you know, a lot of the events that I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going because it has money and I'm, I'm trying to win a little chunk of that. And, um, the transparency for it, I think is, 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 is something that needs to, to be out there. So we know what to expect. Um, you know, the, the PPA, I think it's a little bit harder to find. Um, you know, I think they're, they're learning and I'm hoping at some point they will also kind of take that train and put the transparency out there of like, here's what you expect and here's what's going on. Cause I think what's a little bit different about that is they have appearance fees where the APP doesn't have appearance right. fees. So appearance fees, um, actually are, you know, just paying the pros um, to, to show up and breathe quite honestly. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it was offered out to the top 15 in the nation, um, where you finish in the PPA from last year. And, um, those are actually included in the payout that is listed, um, for the tournament. So let's say you've got a $70,000 tournament. Well, 
25,000, yes, 25,000 of that in each tournament is appearance fees. Is already right. accounted for. Yes. So. Not something you can win. Yes, so it, it can be, a, now, We do we know that? We know that. Um, but for anyone else that is looking into that, or I know that, I'm not, I don't even know if all pros know that, um, it can be a little bit confusing because I'm showing up that tournament, it says 70000 I think I'm competing for $70,000. And so when I'm looking at the breakdown, um, you know, when it comes out, I'm kind of like, hey, we're, you know, this, these numbers aren't quite yeah, adding This doesn't up. add up. I'm not an accountant. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of find out the appearance fees. And I'm not, I, I don't know how tennis worked or how other, I, I've never competed for money in any other sports. So maybe this is something that I'm not putting together. But to me, um, you know, payouts or, you know, the winnings are the winnings. They're what you can win. Um, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure I agree with appearance fees being included in that. I think that can be very confusing. For me, I you know it's obviously opinion based. If I'm your top five player, this is great. This makes sense for me. Um, you know, I'm top five or top four. Um, you know, one through four, I'm getting two thousand dollars per tournament to show up. Just no, to ma show no matter what, I don't even have to win. But if you're one through four, uh, I'm assuming most of the time you're hoping to to be in that. Um, the, the winning. So not only are you getting two thousand dollars, but you're showing up. But you're also winning the money as well. Well, that's great. That's fantastic for the sport. Um, and I'm not knocking that at all. I'm not knocking any of the players that signed that, that contract. Right. Um, that makes sense. If you're going to leave the tournament and you've made, you know, eight to ten grand when it comes to appearance fees, sponsorships, matching, and things like that, hell yeah, I'd sign it too. Um, you know, but when you're kind of looking at your um, after, let's say, eight, let's say you're nine through 20 um, in the nation, uh, for us, sometimes it doesn't, um, I wouldn't say make sense, but, you know, I can go to another tournament now and actually where, where the top four aren't competing or the top five because they're kind of locked in the PPA, and now I've really got an awesome shot at, right. at winning some great prize money. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, there's benefits to both. I think it's great that... Those players, you know, when I said, you know, you can't really make a living just off pickleball alone, that is allowing the pro players that just want to play pickleball. You know, Ben Johns, Simone, you know, Simone does a lot of teaching. They they both do a lot of teaching, but if I just if they just want to be like, look, I don't want to teach, I just want to play. Just play. that yeah. allows them the opportunity to be able to do that. So I'm not knocking that at all. I just think, you know, when it comes to, to payouts and things like that, it should be transparent. People should know what's going on. And I think there's been a, just a little bit of confusion, but like I said, things are new, tours are new, this is new, um, and I think after a while it'll clear up and people will kind of have more of a guideline set like you asked, well, is this normal? I don't know. Like, mm. I'm just giving you my opinion on yeah. it. Let's see, you're about to get married. Um, oh, you're a lady. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and wait a minute, us, wait a minute. For us ladies, there's more complexity in life sometimes, I feel like, because... You know, we have different things we can pursue and um, enjoy. And then if we also at the same time would like to have a family, we have sort of dual tasks to achieve or take place. So is that something that you're interested in? Have you thought about that? And you don't have to answer, but you know, getting married, do you wanna have kids? Do you wanna move in that, that realm? And some players have done that. You know, some players are parents, yeah. even with very young kids like Lindsay Newman. Do you see yourself in, in that way, or what do you think? 
So Jared and I, uh, obviously, I did have you know to chat about that before I agreed to you know stay with him for the rest of my life, um, and uh, we we do not want kids, so uh, we kind of just. We do our own thing, we do what we want, when we want, and we have three dogs, um, and those are our kids, and I think that, um, you know, we'll have dogs forever, and, um, you know, we just, we decided this is, we love our life, like, I, I'm not, if you're like, what would you change, and what's really great about this, I would not change a damn thing about my life right now, um, and, you know, kids are great, I love kids, um, I just like to give them back. <laughs> so um, we we decided that's not our route, our you know our our route we're gonna take in life, and uh, we're happy with what we got going on, and so yeah, we're gonna be dog 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 parents for life. I I, I like that um, society culturally um, we are backing off on that. I would agree with that. I think that is something I had to kind of look at as well. You know when we we're talking about this stuff because. I feel like, you know, five, ten years ago, we're talking about, you know, people are like, what, what, no, you're, you're not going to have kids, what are you, what, what's going on, what are you doing, no, oh, no, you'll change your mind, you're so young, this and that, it's like, well, I don't know, and now I feel like I tell people, and they're just like, oh, okay, no problem, yeah. besides my mom, my mom, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm the only kid, so, you know, she still is like, hey, did uh, you, you know, what are you, are you still thinking of? When I, I think yeah. when I meet when I meet mom in May, I'm gonna yeah, be like, ask hey, yeah. I'm gonna be like, hey, back off. Yeah, yeah, tell her to back Just off. Back Watch off out, right? No, yeah. I'm I'm a lot to handle, so I don't want to burden Jared with anything else that he already puts up with. So I think you know that's that's enough for him. It's, I proudly I proudly say I think it comes with the last name. Yeah, you I know, Gurkies are crazy, man. man. I'm it, telling you, there's like, something nuts. not right. No, yeah. I mean I'm fine with that. Like I'm, yeah. you know, oh, totally. I'm a little cuckoo. Like and Jared, I'm like, yeah, look, look, you, hey, you put the ring on it. Yeah, so, that's I your mean, yeah, that's your choice. You did that to yourself, so <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck with. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're not I taking think, this thing back. I think Gurky is like <laughs> um, German for we're a lot. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm cool with that, and I found someone that is also cool with that, and so um, you know, we're we're fine. We love it. Uh, we we always give our guests uh, the opportunity. We ask them to uh, tell us, talk about um, sponsorships. Who do you want to give a shout out to besides Jared? Yeah. Uh, have um, I talked about it too I know, much? that's enough. Too much, Please right? stop. I, I mean, know, I like him, but enough already. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, talk talk to us. Who, who, who like, hey, I need to mention this sure. or this or this. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I've mentioned Jared a thousand times already on this podcast. But, um, you know, I think when I moved there um, with him being a tennis coach, I learned a lot from Dave. But I, I really feel like Jared really made me uh, – all around a well-rounded player mm. I think I was missing a few things before I got there I didn't know how to play defense at all um, and so I mean he just having him to be able to coach when I'm playing with him a couple times a week just tips and things like that um, you know I'm very lucky in that um, my mom when I said hey look, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna be a pro pickleball player she's like okay go you know mm. Um, I won't let you fail. Like if you, if you go out and you are like broke, I've got you for the year. And if you can go back to teaching the next year, and if she wouldn't have said that and been so supportive, I'm not sure I would have. I loved my job. It was secure. I loved working there. Um, and obviously, you take a chance when you're trying to become a pro player and make a living out of it. I mean, 
it's it's not uh, traditional. It's it's uh, you really have to have the right personality and be able to, to to set things up. And if she didn't say go, you'll be fine. I, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on it. So um, she's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, and then obviously sponsors Onyx Pickleball. Um, they have been fabulous to me. They uh, help me out with literally everything. If if I didn't have them, there's no way I would survive. Um, and Kitsch Pickleball is a, is a very big help, too. Um, that's an apparel line, if, if you guys Oh, yeah. Them. I think they're doing our shirts for the hey, new tournament. Yay. Yeah, I've been talking to... Yay, Jonathan. Jonathan, Clay. yeah. Yeah. Been, yeah, he's so going to do our shirts for that They tournament. are making a stamp in the pickleball world. Um, and they're sponsoring a tournament with you. Yes. Is that right? Uh, yes, I am the co-host, along with John Sperling, of the New Jersey Open for the APP. And then, and then Kitsch is... Yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah, so Kitsch is, yeah, located in that area, so um, and John Sperling um, is also a, a kitsch player, so we are teaming up and co-hosting the New Jersey Open. Uh, I've never been there, so I'm pretty excited about that. But um, I think you can hang there. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to get me one of those Onyx hats. So yeah, really this look. is kitsch. This is yeah, oh, it this, is kitsch yeah. did that. Yeah, that's so kitsch and Onyx hat. were together, so that's like, uh, great for me. It makes everything super easy. Um, and yeah, Wilson Pickleball is coming out and making a splash. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been great. I have a great support system that makes this uh, comfortable, and I don't have to worry about things. And I have really supportive people in my corner. And obviously, with that, it makes things ten times easier to sure. pull triggers on goals and not be afraid to to do anything. Pick uh, uh, what is it? Somebody told, a bad pay a bad day of pickleball is better than a good day doing you know, yeah. much anything else right um and you really are like you know you're living it uh we we like to do a giveaway every month to our podcast listeners and you said you're gonna hook us up with uh an onyx paddle yes and then um dinner with you after after lessons yeah um, that's optional i know like if you just want to take the paddle and run i'm totally cool yeah, with that um, I, I highly recommend that option yeah, i mean you don't have to hang out with me but the <laughs> option's there if you want to but i won't take offense to it no yeah. I'm kidding no no and yeah. we appreciate that you know, as a podcast <laughs> host like yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah yeah no i'm kidding i really recommend it um because off the record i mean on the record cats or cassandra's a, a handful Cat is not a handful. <laughs> She's so chill. Right. <laughs> yeah, just on we, the, on we the disagree occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Right. We talked about that earlier today. Uh, you know, on the record, Cassandra's a handful. Off the record, um, twice better, a handful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You better have your your big kid pants on. Uh, yeah, you know, and and I think you know when you come to sponsors, I have to be careful when I'm doing stuff like this. Um, but yeah, if you want the real, full on, explicit cast. Um, when these cameras are turned off and the mics are off, um, it's it's even more of a handful. So. And it's even more, and it's <laughs> it's even more awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose my sponsorship, so I have no, to no, keep, you wouldn't keep do the that. mouth shut just a little bit until <laughs> they can't hear me, and then I can say whatever I want. That's right. Your sponsors are pretty good. Uh, big thanks to iPickle Nation. They are awesome with helping us with the studio space. I say this every freaking week or month that we do this. JMO is. A, a magician. Um, I had some really tight edits on the last podcast, and he freaking nailed it. And we're gonna do the same thing. So this sounds good when it gets to you when you hear it. Jeremy, you're the man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're the bomb, Jeremy. Yep, yep. Awesome sauce. Um, and Catherine, um, even though you hold me to a high standard, 
Um, I still like you. Someone's got to do it. Someone's I know. Someone's got to keep sure. your ass in line. I know. I know. Still I know. Love, we got to keep him in line. Still yeah. love doing this with you. Uh, it Kaz, is fun. You're awesome. Um, you. Please take Jared's last name when you guys get married. Oh, man, and, I gotta let go of the Gurky. I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I know. Please, <laughs> please do, uh, for all our sakes. Um, thank, thank you all for listening. I uh, can't say that enough. Cassandra, give us some closing words. Give us some words of wisdom to wrap this up. You know, I I'm super excited that you guys invited me down here today, and I, I've had a blast doing this. I mean, you've literally fed me cheese and wine, which I I can't ask for anything more. And now I've got brownies to follow up. Um, and so if you um, have listened to this episode, keep in tune for more episodes coming up because these guys are going to make a splash in the podcast world and they're doing some really awesome things and big things in the pickleball world. So make sure you are following both of these guys and you don't miss out on any future episodes. Um, if you only listen to this one and it was shit, which it might be because I'm on it. Make sure you listen to the previous two because there are other pros that might be a little more interesting or fun to listen to. So don't base all of it off this one podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're more fun or more uh, <laughs> enjoyable to listen to, but at least you can do it with your children in the room. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Jeremy, take us home with some closing music. Thank you all, and we will be back with you soon in a pickle.